1: Wicked Anime is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Geeky programming for all nerds and otaku across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination, and with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other wicked awesome geek programming, visit nerdyshow.com. What's up everybody, welcome to the Wicked Anime Podcast, this is episode 112, and this is the only anime podcast that has yet to see Ghost in the Shell or Power Rangers movies in theaters. Yes. So. We've kind of lost motivation. (laughs) I don't know if we lost motivation or just time. Yeah, I I really want to say that. Yeah, it's open mix of both. (laughs) I am the stupid awesome analyst Jonathan, with me is the Hard Man with Hard Opinions Andrew. Hi. And uh, King Baby Duck Evan of the Boston Bastard Brigade slash Wicked Anime. Hi there. Hello. Hey. Happy an- anniversary, a- I- anime anniversary. I guess so. Yes. Ha- Any birthday. So one of the things- Any birthday. <laughs> one of the things that's been confusing me about the most about our anniversary uh-huh. is Wicked Anime started in 2012 with our con coverage of Anime Boston. Yep. That was our first official thing. How have we been doing the hardcore anime panel for five years- so that was, our, that was our first time doing it, which would be our first year doing it. Okay. And then we have done the show at Anime Boss in five years. You know what? We can talk about this at our topic today because that is what we're going to be talking about. We're, we're going to talk, be talking gonna be, about... We're going to be doing some yeah. memories. Yeah. We're, no, we're not going to be discussing math and what, how years work and anniversaries. Yeah. But we're, <laughs> gonna, we're going to be diving in depth into... Thank you. We're, we're going to be diving into... What made Wicked Anime so awesome, and we're going to talk about old memories and stuff like that. And I'm talking about like we're dying. We're not. But it's just that we've been doing this for five years, and we want to take a look back at all well, the cool Well, we're, we're dying because we were all at concerts last night. Right. <laughs> we
0: yes, were. we will talk about that. Um,
1: uh, but Wicked Anime is not dying. We're dying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, we're all
0: dying in some way, shape, and form. Every day is another day closer to death.
1: Yes. Sad. Except for me, because I'm invincible. This is a nostalgia trip for us, Um, so we're going to be talking about our last five years of doing Wicked Anime and what made it so awesome for us, and I hope that you will all bear with us and let us nostalgia trip all over this thing. Uh Do we have a harp sound effect for this, like us reflecting back? No, but we have a bell. That's right! (laughs) (laughs) But we shouldn't ring that news bell yet. No, not yet. Should we talk about our concerts first? Well, I thought Evan's Evan was your topic that you're going to bring to the show, your concert that you went to? No. No, no, no. Then yeah, we can talk about our concerts now.
0: <laughs> yes. Um. <clears throat> well, since this is your show, why don't you guys go first because this is a band that we first heard about because of Baby Metal.
1: Yeah, so um when when we all went to the Baby Metal concert, we discovered a band that they just played a song of theirs while we were at the concert and we were all very collectively like what is this band and we had to find out um and that band was Shazam. oh sabaton yeah that band was sabaton um i'm wearing the tour shirt right now because we were at the sabaton concert last night because this is the first time they've been here it's back to the united states in four years so i had to go this is my first time seeing them in concert uh and it was amazing but it was a it was a metal festival so jonathan and i showed up at noon and sabaton didn't end until midnight or midnight 30 so, yeah, we were there for 12 hours at least. And we stood <laughs> for 12 hours. The entire least. time. How um, are oh, your legs today? Oh, uh, yeah, legs are destroyed. But uh, when I got home. used to it, yeah, or actually, even before Sabaton came on, I had to do some squats, mm-hmm. like in Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> um, because I I squatted down for the first time in hours, and my heels could not touch my butt like my 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 <laughs> muscles were so tight and so sore that that I I was just completely frozen up altogether and so mm,
0: you should have gotten a massage like I did today.
1: Oh, look you at did. you. That's awesome. All pampered. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Um but no, Sabaton was freaking awesome. Yeah, they were. Uh, mm-hmm. And you know, because it was a festival, it was uh, set up very differently. So there's two stages playing at the same time and they were both indoors. I was really afraid of noise pollution, but the stages were actually both very soundproof and it was awesome. Mm-hmm. So you could, really? go, you could go to either stage in the building and not hear, overhear the other bands playing. Yeah. Um, well, that's just because one was definitely yeah. loud over the other. And the, <laughs> the small, the small venue for the, or the small stage for the, uh, younger bands was really amazing. That was so fun. It was, one, it was a lot of fun. It was so fun. Uh, and, and then the bigger stage was really casual and they had a whole bunch of merchandise down there, you know, Battle Beast, Delane, Hammerfall, Sabaton, all the stuff, um, Man, I I was really excited to see Battle Beast, but they got screwed because they got their set time set late uh, because of setup issues. Uh, so they only got to play three songs and then they left. <laughs> their keytar, yeah, and their failures, key, yeah, their keytar screwed <laughs> them over. Um, Never heard that since the '80s. <laughs> but uh, but it was so fun. We got to see Hammerfall. These are all power metal bands, by the way. Uh, mm. And there there were some you know death metal bands and some uh some regular heavier metals and i listen to so much metal that the only the only metal that i really don't like is thrash metal and mm-hmm. that was on friday not saturday so i didn't care about friday so who, i just went oh. who were those guys who would play uh, at the beginning and they were like oh yeah, yeah. so there's like um so there was and, like a like a black metal <laughs> extreme metal like like yeah <laughs> <laughs> playing, like that uh, and you know, they'd play, and then they'd be, then they would finish. Yeah, the and song be, would just end. Yeah, it'd be like, thank you, that was "Corpse Run Down uh, Down a River." You yeah. Know, or, 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 thank you, that was "Blood in a Coffin." Yeah. You know, like in a very casual, like, oh, thank you for coming to the show, guys. Yeah. Was- thank you, that was "Blood in a Coffin." Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: It was, it was great. It was yeah. so fun. I honestly think that, too, that to end the show, uh, Sabaton, I mean, they were the most hyped band of the, of the night. They were sure. amazing. Well, Hammerfall was really fun, too. They were. But um, but Joachim um You can't match Sabaton's charisma and their energy. Yeah, but I think that we're going to be seeing a lot more Sabaton around because he was just floored by the fact that people have been standing around for 12 hours and they still had enough energy to like say, be like, yeah, Sabaton, and then uh, and and everybody knew all the words to the songs, and there, it was a full house of like twelve hundred people there, and y- Yoko wrote was just like, you people are insane, yeah. Like how how do you possibly have this much energy left? This is like, the, he said that this show was probably one of the most kick ass American shows that they had ever played. Oh, thanks, Steve. Push up was there. Yeah, um, after every song, he was just like. You could see it on his face. Just he was so you guys know, awe. just so you guys know, if you guys don't know who Sabaton are, Sabaton is a power metal band that sings about history and true um, stories and true stories of battle. Like they sing about war stories uh, from any country in the world. If if you have a famous war story uh, that is told in the history books and stuff, they sing about it. in a Japanese song. They do have a Japanese song uh, off their new album, which on my I, I talked about on Evan's show, which was my that's right best best album of the year of 2016 because Sabaton is the best album. They were the nugs, you know. So yes. uh, yeah, so if you guys have a chance to go see Sabaton in concert, it was do really it. funny. Uh, it yeah. was funny watching Joakim Broden run around the stage and he was like pinching his his guitarist nipples like while he was trying to play a solo, <laughs> and. and yeah, they, would, they would be flipping each other off. And, and <laughs> kicking each other in the butt. And, yeah. Yeah, they, they have so much energy. And then, like, you know, they the classic metal over-the-head clap. Yeah. Like, when they try to get... Uh, so, they were doing that. They were doing the over-the-head clap, and then Joachim Broden just started doing Y-M-C-A. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it, guys, it, yeah. Was it was... Guys. It was goofy. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. I...
0: That's what I noticed with a lot of the Swedish metal bands is that they know how to have fun even if they're like the darkest
1: death metal. Uh, Yeah, except for Catatonia. Catatonia. Well, Catatonia... Catatonia, Yeah, Catatonia, their music was kind of uh, slow, doom and gloom. Somber, gothic. Yeah, so not... Yeah, not really doom and gloom, but very sad. Yeah, like yeah. so they had sad music, and it was a weird transition. Yeah, from, from Hammerfall to... to them to Sabaton. Uh, but they were, but he was very polite. Yes, he, was, like, he after, was. After every song, he was like, <laughs> "Thank you, thank you, thank you so much." You know, uh, I and, like kittens, and, uh, <laughs> and and it was just great. Like I had that was probably. The most fun I've ever had at a concert yeah. one of the biggest surprises of the night was the band Caspian from Beverly, Massachusetts yeah, so we we, we couldn't you can't find anything about them yeah they' i I tried looking up Caspian before the show, and I couldn't find a single thing for them, so they go on, nobody knows anything about them find out they're from Beverly, Massachusetts, they're local to us, and they. Uh, play ambient metal. Yeah. Like, it's completely 100% ambient. They went on stage and played... It sounded like one song Mm -hmm. that they played for 45 Mm. minutes. But they thrashed so hard that they had to tune their guitars after every single song. Yeah. Uh, There were three guitarists, one bass player, and one drum player. And they actually... But I think what they were doing is, like, they would play a note and then just crank their tuning. Like, they would just be cranking their... Like, untuning their instruments on purpose so that they'd be making a really weird ambient sound. It know, was great, dude. I don't know what they were doing. They were awesome. Well, they're just, they're,
0: they're two towns over from me. Maybe we can figure something out.
1: Yeah, maybe. Yeah. That, that would be awesome, but... You, you, they said you, they were going dark. Yeah, you have to contact them quickly, Evan, because they, they said they were going dark. And what they, do you mean? They were, that, meaning they were going off the grid as far as music goes for a little while. Oh! Like, this was their okay. la- one of the last shows. Yeah. Um... So, uh, but they were cool too. Cause they didn't show their faces the entire time. The stage was black lit and, and they were only lit from the back. Yep. So you couldn't see who they were. Yep. You can was... only see their silhouettes. Interesting. Yeah. They were cool. So, uh, new England metal and hardcore festival, huge. A plus. It was a blast. I will go every year as long as there's a cool band playing. Yep. Uh, and then, you know, just on the side to discover the cool bands that are either local or, or, or younger. And it's, it's fun. Mm. Evan, okay. you saw Asian music, though. It was yeah. an Asian yes. music tour. Yeah, Asia on tour. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's a tour. reason why you didn't come see Zabaton with us. Right, right. And, all right,
0: so Asia on tour. There were three bands that performed. The main headline was Miyavi, who is one of like the big Japanese rockers out there. But the opening acts were Slot Machine from Taiwan and from South Korea, a band called Kiha in the Faces. So I get in there, and the first band comes on, of course, is Kiha in the Faces, and they're really good. Like, mm. excellent. And what's cool about them is they know how to troll the audience in the very right way. So, like, they can be, like, going, are you guys ready to rock? Yeah. Are you ready to rock? One, two, three. And at four, they just stop playing and, like, start doing, like, this sad, ambient sort of music. <laughs> just the, And everyone is laughing. That's and great. They're, they're, they they're were very fun, and they did this amazing cover of uh, Once in a Lifetime by Talking Heads. What? That's my favorite. Biggest in, Their biggest influence, and you could tell that they were heavily influenced by them by their sound. Very great band. I got to chat with their guitarist afterwards. I gave them my card. They didn't have any of their CDs because they didn't have enough room to bring their CDs with them. With all their equipment. Oh,
1: man. That sounds awesome.
0: So I gave them my card. They said their management will contact me. So hopefully you'll hear him. You'll hear Kiha in the the faces sometime soon on my show. Cool. Now, the second band on the show. Oh, my God. (laughs) They're called Slot Machine. They're from Taiwan. So they walk on the stage. The main band, the lead singer, doesn't come on. And they just start rocking out like crazy. And all of a sudden, Lee Series comes out. He's twirling a pip cane, wearing sunglasses. And I'm like, all right, I'm already liking this guy. He looks like a badass. And then he just starts, like, rocking out, like, a more badass Steve Perry from Journey. Mm. And everybody is screaming in the audience. Like, apparently in Taiwan, they're, like, one of the biggest bands over there. Really? They huh. have, like... They play to stadiums, one of their songs is the official Taiwanese FIFA song, and they're they're huge over there. And they have, you know, some followings in other countries in Asia, but here in America, they're still relatively unknown. But their most recent album was produced by the guy who works with U2, and it's all entirely in English. Hmm. And it's very good, like it's an excellent album, I was listening to it before we started recording. But man, like this band, Slot Machine, has the potential to be like one of the biggest bands in the world. Wow. They're good. They're, they're a band that I need to drag you guys to see if they ever come back here. All right. Okay. Okay. That was the good stuff. <laughs> then we get to the, ba- the, the guy I really wanted to see most, and it's Miavi. Now, for your listeners out there who may not be familiar with his music work... If you've ever seen the movie Unbroken, the movie Angelina Jolie directed about the soldiers from World War II who are tortured by Japanese yeah. generals and such, he was the main bad, like Japanese general who was like torturing like the main guy. Oh, I didn't know that. Hmm. Alright. So how do I put this? You know what? Fuck it. I'm, I'm gonna be very blunt with this sort of thing. Miyavi was terrible. Damn. <laughs> Why? So. It's him, a drummer, and, like, a, a DJ in the background. So it's, okay. This might seem pretty cool. Most of the stuff that he did was either remixes of his own songs, not the whole songs, or covers. hmm Like, out of the ten songs that he did, half of them were covers. And they weren't even, like, real covers. It was him playing DJ with his guitar. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's he, he just wasn't good. Like as someone who's been following his music for almost a decade, and for him to come out and not—it barely even scratched the surface of his own discography. The five songs that he performed from his own recordings were just from his last two previous records.
1: Mm. Did yeah. the uh, did the audience turn on him in any way?
0: No, that's the. You see, this is this is this is where. Being a longtime fan compared to a fair weather fan is a bit of a curse because, you know, when he's up there, he's like kind of doing like this remix thing and everyone's going, yeah, time to dance and club stuff. I'm like, I I, I did not come to dance. I came to rock out to you, man. I, I didn't come to I didn't come to a fucking club to To try to get my groove out. I came here to rock out and feel your music. Not to hear you doing covers of... Ain't no sunshine when she's gone. And that's the thing too. Like most of the time he wasn't even singing. He had some like backing stuff from the DJ.
2: Huh.
0: And it was really aggravating. Like I almost walked out... Like, four songs into it, I um, I started making my way for the door until I started hearing actually one of his own songs. Hmm. So I stayed put, and it's it just, he wasn't good. Maybe and he didn't some... have
1: confidence enough in his own music. Like, if he hasn't been around the U.S. a lot, maybe no, he's... he lives in Los Angeles. <laughs> oh,
0: well, <laughs> that, well... That's weird. <laughs> I don't know, Evan. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. If I had the ability to teleport, I would have seen I would have stayed for Kia in the faces and slot machine and then teleported to over to you guys for sabotage. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Miyavi sucked. Oh, Which so and it hurts to say that because I've been following him for years. It's kind, it's not as bad as the meatloaf incident I had last year. <laughs>
1: well, you actually left that one.
0: Yeah, I walked out of meatloaf. <laughs> well, that was just that was just
1: it. embarrassing.
0: <laughs> it was, but and he only did like a fifty-minute set too. Yeah, with three minutes walking off the stage for the encore, encore sort of thing. But it, I just don't think. I don't get it. I don't know what he's thinking. I feel like he really just needs to go back and just have a regular band, a backing band, not just a drummer and a DJ. It's just really messing with his ebb and flow, in my personal opinion. And while it looked like he was having a good time on the stage, just, I just feel like the longtime fans like myself got screwed over last night.
1: Yeah. Well, wow. you know, I want to I, I want to add something about about our show yeah. as well. Um, one of the observations that I made about the metal concert uh-huh. is when you you know how like metal fans have kind of this uh, weird thing of like, oh, they're dark and they'll kill you and don't like don't go to a metal concert. All the audience members are dangerous and stuff. They all worship Satan yeah, like, and feast kind of upon your blood. You know what I found out? Uh, being at the metal show there is very very small and very very there's a very small difference between being at an anime con and being at a metal show more black That's yeah it's basically <laughs> if you took anime fans and dressed them all in black you'd have metal fans you'd have me- yeah <laughs> I agree. interesting. It's like such a wide diversity of of people. And a lot of them... A lot of them were wearing anime shirts to begin with. Yeah. <laughs> and some of them are like... Yeah, and... Because and, I think... Kind of in the same route that some of the... Um, you know, people who don't... Get accepted socially... Go to, go to anime. It's kind of the same thing. A lot of people who don't get uh, accepted socially go to metal. Mm. So it was really interesting seeing the huge diversity of crowd members at a metal show... Yeah. And, and being able to make that comparison and just being like, huh, that's weird. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this person also doesn't use deodorant. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Uh, gotta gotta uh, get sweaty in that mosh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, news bell, Sean. Hi. Hi, Dace. <laughs> we ran it. just to ring the news bell. <laughs> news. All right. <laughs> So, uh, I want to bring my piece to the, to the table first because this is almost strange news enough in itself I don't know if any of you have seen this but have you seen the new YouTube star amongst us name uh, on channel AI I subscribed to her yeah did you uh, I yeah I just found about out, out about this last night so I, I found out about her like two days ago how weird is is Aichan? like I still don't know what she's it is. She's weird,
0: but she's adorable.
1: Yeah, oh my gosh. The uh, well, And more than likely
0: a dude, I betcha.
1: Well, here's that's the thing. Um, <laughs> if they've asked that question before on the channel, and uh, Aichan can neither say yes or no, she is a female. But I more or less think that the reason why she said that was because she's a computer program. Um, right. But because, I mean, I don't know, very clearly she seems like a female to me. But anime, um, <laughs> yes. So, oh, what, like, she could be a trap. Y- yeah. So they. So <laughs> a really good trap. Everybody <laughs> has uh, been been saying, "Don't use pronouns with with Aichan. Just say Aichan." So I-chan, uh well, she is a computer program. I suppose she doesn't have a gender. Right. Is a let's player a I did see that that there was a let's play thing going on. She reads YouTube comments, all this stuff and none of it's real. Uh <laughs> apparently it's a simulation of some sort, but I've seen this done before in anime. They had a last season they had an improv show where it was about these three magical girls and they just use a motion capture program to put these three actresses into an anime as 3d models and this is pretty much the exact same thing as I-Chan. okay however I chans voice is the most like is so adorable yeah <laughs> uh, watching watching her play iPhone games and especially that one where like she was the, the that famous game where you can control the character with your voice make them jump ah, 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 you know? <laughs> like it It's fun to watch because she has such a cute voice, or whoever's acting as iChan. But it's such a strange thing because she went to fandom, like, overnight. Currently, iChan's channel, AI channel, is at almost 400,000 subscribers. Oh, really? Yeah. And iChan has somewhere around 66 videos, I think. Or mm-hmm. 80, 66 or 88. It really? was It was two. It was double even numbers last time I checked. I guess I should check this out. It's, did, did Wicked Anime subscribe really to really cool. Not yet. Not yet? We haven't subscribed to her yet? No, I, I just recently found out about her and I've been grading. So... <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, uh... It's... It's weird. Like... Now, the uh,
0: best ones are when she does the VR games. But, uh, that Okay, so that's weird. Right? An AI program playing <laughs> VR games? And the interesting thing this is, is weird, right? there's this when they do the VR ones, they show what she is actually doing in the VR game from a first person perspective.
1: Yeah, it's like an actual let's player, like the way yeah. if you if you go watch Markiplier and he's playing uh, HTC, he's walking around in a room. Yeah. So is she, and she's a computer program. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> it's fascinating because. You wonder where YouTube is going to go from here. Are they just, is YouTube going to create an algorithm that just (laughs) pumps out, you know, just pumps out videos because it's like, this is what you want. That sounds like something Google would do. Yeah, right? Yeah. No need for an interface. (laughs) I wonder what Hayao Miyazaki thinks of her. (laughs) I-chan was a mistake. (laughs) Anime was a mistake. Source filmmaker was a mistake. Gabe Newell. (laughs) 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 i i would recommend everybody just like watch an ichan video yeah i i've only seen like seen it scrolling through my facebook feed yeah so i haven't actually watched anything on the channel probably should i'll check it out no totally do it's really funny it it is funny and uh the voice is adorable yep the character is adorable uh definitely a new waifu (laughs) what (laughs) What? (laughs) what yeah
0: you see, the uh, part of me thinks that it's a guy who's playing it, but there's a woman who's voicing it doing commentary. That's what I think is is being done.
1: That's that could be uh, a, po- a possibility. I mean, there's not really much to the motion capture. the The commentary is really funny, though. So. Cool. Mm. I'll check it out. Yeah, check out check out AI Channel on YouTube. Give them a mm-hmm. uh, give them a sub- subscribe because it's something new and it's something Japanese. Oh so, yeah, you have to watch it with subtitles because there's there's no. Um, but are the subtitles actually completed? Uh, they're they're a little screwy in some places yeah are they I think so um, some things don't translate over very well you know you know who else you should subscribe to on YouTube is uh, wicked anime Oh, that's a good one. I <laughs> I hear that they're doing good things, and they've been around for like five years. Yeah, and Anime Boston videos should be coming out kind of soon. Yeah, they, I hear that they come out with at least within two years of the last that's time right. that they went to. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, and I, and I hear Electric Sisterhood has some very good videos, too, that you should check out. They've been around for ten years. Do they have ten year? Um, uh, no, I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> We're so tired right now. <laughs> <laughs> I can go next. It's not a news story, but it can kind of act as a news story. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about... I actually have two things to talk about today, just because uh, one comes from a fan, and this one is of my own design. It's going to be a toy shelf. Oh. So, um... Oh. But either way... Uh, Do s- your rant real quick. So, yeah. yeah. What I'm bringing to the table is the discussion about Anime Strike. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amazon to Anime Strike. Is it a good thing? Is it a blessing? Is it a curse? So, I think it's kind of a blessing... But it's being cursed as it exists. Amazon has made some really dirty business yeah, so Brilliant. Because yeah, I am actually willing to pay for Anime Strike because it's only $5 a month. But if you look at it this way, if they get like thousands of people, thousands of anime fans, $5 a month, then they're making more money than they have. Because Ana- Amazon Prime is $10 a month. And... Anime Strike is $5 a month on top of that $10 a month you're already paying for Prime. So there's a double mm. paywall. But not only are do you have to pay a double paywall, you're paying a double paywall so that you can watch sequels to anime that have already come out on Crunchyroll. Right. So Crunchyroll yeah. has license to all these anime, and Anime Strike is gobbling up as many licenses as they can for the sequels so that so imagine somebody who got anime strike but doesn't have Crunchyroll, they're getting tons and tons of programming that they have they haven't seen the first season to legally things like Psychono, Don Machi, uh whatever you know those are the two main that came out this season that they swallowed even the up. prequels like Adam the Beginning which is a prequel to Astro Boy, and and so you're getting all this content that. If you just have anime strike, you can't just watch anime strike. You have to purchase something else in order to do it. Mm-hmm. And on the on vice versa, you have to purchase anime strike to watch the sequels and they're forcing us to go to anime strike because they have the sequel to a show that we've already watched on a different network. Right. Right. And so, at least with Crunchyroll it becomes free. So like when they got sequels, at least you can watch Crunchyroll for free, yeah, and, like a week and after it they comes try up. to get yes. the, the first season license, too. Like, for instance, my hero academia, which thank god that wasn't swallowed up by Anime Strike, yeah. Because otherwise, well, Funimation you... has it, so and that's Funimation has a uh, anonymous noise, too.
0: No, no, fun, no, no that's, that's Sentai okay. Filmworks.
1: Oh, yeah, so that's how well, that's
0: why there's this partnership between Crunchyroll and Funimation, and why there's now this partnership between Anime Strike and Sentai Filmworks.
1: Right. But I bet even if you're Amazon.com, one of probably the biggest online marketers on the face of the planet right now if you go up against funimation trying to take one of their sequel anime titles you will get destroyed you think so i wouldn't want to mess with funimation
0: no they're they're actually really brutal when it comes to that sort of thing
1: yeah i mean unless
0: if you're not team four star you're screwed basically yeah,
1: yeah. and even even team four star got screwed when it when they did it tried to do attack on titan which was amazing um, well, their entire channel got shut down for a day when that whole YouTube fiasco came around. Yeah, yeah, but that was more of the Japanese side, not the American side. Uh, Do we consider Anime Strike a blessing or a curse to the anime world? Uh, was it? Did we ask? I mean, I te- technically we don't have to ask for something to be made for it to be made. I feel like Amazon was just looking for another route to take our money. They jumped on a bandwagon. Yeah, they jumped on a yeah, bandwagon. They jumped on a bandwagon. <laughs> Because what the heck does uh, Amazon have to do with anime in the first place? Especially when they have, they already have Amazon Prime Video. Which, if you have Amazon Prime, you can watch Amazon Prime Video. But they were like, huh, well, we can create an anime service that you have to pay for separately. Why just anime? It's the same thing as a TV show. Why doesn't it just go on Amazon Prime Video? Right. I know. It's I mean, kind
0: of like a bit of a middle finger to the fan base.
1: It really is. It, it really is, because it show actually shows how much they disrespect anime fans because they're making us pay just because it's anime. Well, not because yeah. it's a TV show. Yeah, well, you can tell that that was a corporate move it was absolutely a corporate yeah it was a
0: head corporate move it's not someone that who knows the industry like it is yeah and even like like i've even was talking a little bit with sentai filmworks and they understand the situation like they they wish they could have a little bit more of a say in anime strike than they actually do
1: yeah um so so to me as much as willing as i am to pay for anime strike to watch the shows i want to watch it is a curse because because it's it's strictly a dirty move like that was dirty amazon and here's the double edged sword too we're probably gonna lose the whole thing if nobody decides to pay for it either because then they're like oh maybe people don't really like anime and then they just take away the entire service altogether who cares well then we have lost licenses
0: you know, we might. No, no, not necessarily because a lot of those licenses still belong to Sentai Filmworks and they can either bring those to Hulu or just onto their anime network. Yeah, cuz yeah,
1: cuz I was a uh, cuz there's a Psycho discussion on Crunchyroll obviously because there's a Psycho season 1. Yeah, season 1 of Psycho is on Crunchyroll and it the whole thing is just about hey, Crunchyroll, like it starts off with, "Hey Crunchyroll, why don't you have Psycho season 2 yet?" And then and then it slowly starts becoming a conversation about people discovering that it's on anime strike and then people being very angry that they have to pay for anime strike to watch season two.
2: Um,
1: So we're not the only ones seeing this and we're not the only ones who are catching on to Amazon's game of doing a corporate move of stealing season twos just so they can make people watch season twos for their service. Yeah, right. It's sad. I like Amazon a lot. I, I know I like the, the
0: anime's actually a lot cheaper there now than it is at Right Stuff.
1: Yeah, it is. I bought the first season of My Hero Academia, the Blu-ray DVD combo pack for forty-four dollars. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. What I what, yeah. I pre-ordered
0: Outlaw Star there for forty-three for twenty-six episodes.
1: Yeah, yeah it's um, it is really great. Uh, Amazon has is a really good marketer and they're probably some of the best prices of things you can buy online but it's just dirty what they're doing with anime strike
0: i can i can kind of see this maybe it's gonna take a maybe a year for it to fail it's gonna fail no matter
1: what if it's gonna take a year it it, i don't think it's gonna fail i think they're gonna tweak it yeah, me too. They, they, I, I bet you they're going to infuse it into Amazon Prime. They're going to they... see what they can get away with first. Yes. And then mm-hmm. they're going to change it to, to make it more substantial. Yeah. More, so maybe, and I know, it. I think we talked a little bit about
0: this either in the last episode or in between, like, recording episodes. But I believe that what they should do is, if you've got Amazon Prime, you get Anime Strike for free. But... If you don't want Amazon Prime, but you want Anime Strike, you can pay the $5 a
1: month for the anime, yeah, for Anime Strike. That's Absolutely. That's perfect solution. Yeah, that's, and, and you know, because you have to remember that Crunchyroll did this too. Crunchyroll created a manga library, and the manga, you could buy, uh, you could buy a manga license, or you could buy a show license, or you could buy a premium license that was both eventually they just infused the premium license for everybody and now it's you you get both manga and anime for one price yeah and you don't right. have to pay extra yeah so uh so crunch so crunchyroll did it too but it wasn't as big of a fiasco because they were the they were the top market for it mm-hmm. you know so yeah. so and crunch- and i trust crunchyroll cuz crunchyroll knows what they're doing especially now yeah. that they're partnered with funimation i think that's phenomenal now they just got to be partnered with everybody else yeah. you know
0: yeah they they have to be the netflix Alright, so what's the other brand of news that you brought to the table?
1: Uh, well, it's a toy shelf. Oh, okay. So this was literally sent to me, like, yesterday. Uh, while we were at the, while we were at the concert. It comes from Gerardo. And Gerardo wanted, he said, he sent me this with the message, Ultimate Toy Shelf Item. And what is happening is there is yet another life-size statue of an anime vinyl. Not too long ago... They released from t- the anime Two Love Ru, a, vine, a, a giant sta- a one to one scale statue of Momo, who is one of the girls in the harem. But you can't. They're just like, well, you can't just have one girl in an anime harem, so we're gonna make more. So they made her sister now, Lala. Is that what? It, yeah, that was a one to one scale statue. Girl, the main girl.
0: The the main girl.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's Lala. So yeah, the older sister. Um, so the first one of Momo, she was in a lingerie wedding dress, which was of course very, you know, very too loveru. Well, Lala is in a bikini. So it's a one to one scale statue of Lala in a bikini. Uh, and she costs a little bit over $25,000 to buy she's my waifu (laughs) i can only imagine the horrible things that will be happening to the statue if any anime fans buy this that's gross uh yeah don't (laughs) buy it used that's what we're trying to tell you (laughs) 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 it's it's pretty detailed and it looks beautiful but if you have this in your house this will probably be the only girl you bring home (laughs) yeah forever forever I mean, guaranteed, and and mm-hmm. it was it was bad enough that they made a one to one scale statue of Momo. No, uh, Megumi from Psycho, the the boring girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they made a one to one scale statue of her, but she was just in her school uniform. Uh, which you know is okay. That's cool, but that would mean that if you brought it, or if you just brought it home that means you bought a 1 to 1 scale statue of this anime character for a whole lot of money and uh it's it's kind of creepy because it's i mean it's an anime character it, i mean it's it's only barely acceptable to have figurines which i have a lot of mm-hmm. and i might not for much longer because i don't really buy them that much anymore
0: but Cause didn't they do a one-to-one skill model of Kuroneko from, or Emo, and it's her slowly lifting up her, like, schoolgirl skirt? I don't
1: remember that. It's highly possible. Yeah. This is weird. This is like buying a store mannequin. A really, really expensive store mannequin. A really, really expensive and sexy and... Yeah, but at least with a store mannequin, you could dress it up. You could put a wig on it so it's like its hair is real. This whole entire thing is made out of PVC.
0: Like I feel like dating a blonde now. Now I feel like dating a brunette. Now no, I feel like dating a long-haired girl. Yeah. Let's go Sinead O'Connor today.
1: I think that uh and my I, mannequin wife. I think that those actual. <laughs> there's Dutch a
0: movie about this, by the way, too, from the weird, '80s.
1: Weird science.
0: No, no, mannequin.
1: Mannequin. I know. There's a, there's a whole <laughs> bunch of them. <laughs> Why not just invest in a Dutch wife? I, like, because they, they because they don't look this good. This is. This looks like a straight up anime girl. They do not make those crazy looking sex dolls that look like this. Well, maybe, or not. at least not that I've seen. Maybe and, now they can. Well, and maybe if, I, if and, they tried harder. Well, see, the thing is, I, 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 I don't look it up to make sure that I'm right, that my information is right or wrong. So I don't actually know if they make Dutch <laughs> wives that look like this, but they might. Um, we're going to have to put a link to this, uh, so that people at home can follow along. This is really insane, guys. You should check this out. Uh, this is definitely the, the naked, most naked statue that they've ever released. That's a one-to-one scale statue of, of Mm -hmm. one-to-one scale PVC, uh, figurine statues. Mm -hmm. Good God. (laughs) Evan. So thank you, Gerardo, for sending that. I will, (laughs) we will be doing your other... Your other fan service in the fan service section, which is actually also a toy shelf. Oh. Evan, what do you have for
0: us? Alright, so the first bit of news, i will start with the good stuff. Because apparently one of our favorite anime series of last year is coming back for a four episode finale, and that
1: is Re Life. Oh yeah. I thought you were being yeah. sarcastic for a second, you were gonna start with the other one. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's I, right. With... I'm I'm gonna have to completely rewatch Re Life by the time that those four episode finale come out.
0: Yeah, probably.
1: Such a good show. Yeah, which I don't mind it's a good show. So is, I don't I don't care. It's great, but apparently left a long-lasting impact on you. Yeah. <laughs> I guess so. I was being sarcastic. You can't No, that's what, that's ends. what I mean. No, that's what I mean because like I didn't remember how it ended. So yeah. I was just like, "Oh yeah, they're giving us a finale. How did it end again?" Yeah. Like, you know, cuz I watched it in a week. Yeah. Or less than a yeah. week. Yeah.
0: Well, because that's what happens when they release all 13 episodes in a single day.
1: Yeah, exactly. I wonder if they'll do that for the last four parts. That's why it's taken a year. They're going to do the entire show, and then when it's ready to be released, they're going to release all four episodes. Right.
0: Well, the thing is, they're going to be releasing it on Blu-ray and DVD next March, so hopefully that'll also mean that it'll be streamed to Crunchyroll right afterwards. I would hope so. I would hope so, anyway. I I would, because, I, you know, Funimation and Crunchyroll both have license to it. I wouldn't be too surprised if, like, at this very moment, those gears are slowly being turned.
1: Yeah. Knowing that. Cool.
0: But, yeah, I'm excited, because I I loved Relife. I was a little disappointed it ended on a cliffhanger, but now that I know that they're going for these four final episodes to complete the entire story, I'm happy.
1: Yeah, it's me simply, too.
0: It's... It's definitely going to be one of those shows that I have to put on my shelf. Even though it didn't make my top 10, it was still a fantastic show. And that was the thing about 2016. Even though I had my top 10, there are so many other shows that didn't make said top 10 that I'm totally going to be buying. Yep. All right. So that was my good news. And now for the bad news. Yep. go ahead. So according to the latest issue of Shonen Sunday... They are going to be ending Daichi Sorayomi's...
1: I don't know why it's... They're ending it so abruptly. Keijo! Uh, apparently, in Japan, it did bad. In America, it did great. Yeah. Not just not just America, but remember when they showed, like,
0: the Europe one, too? Like, Keijo was everywhere there, too.
1: Yeah, I don't know. But I guess the Japanese sales are really bad, so... they're Because... I mean, they're the ones that initially get the manga for it. Yeah, right. And I've seen that there's a lot of blame because of the anime. But I have also heard otherwise, too, for that very same thing. That it's, it's not because of the anime. Mm-hmm. It's because well, no. of other reasons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's said that Daichi
0: Soriyama revealed that his editor came in recently and was told to increase the popularity of Keijo, which isn't something that you can do overnight.
1: <laughs> it's Yeah, that sounds yeah. like a very, that yeah, sounds yeah. like a very reasonable thing. Hey, you, you know, <laughs> you got to become more popular. I, I mean, if, if there was a formula for that, I'm pretty sure everybody would use it. Like, exactly. You can't just go into somebody and say like, Hey, guess what? You got to become more popular. This isn't a teen movie where you can just take off glasses and straighten your hair and put on a dress and then <laughs> yeah. you know like And then oh my gosh, you're beautiful. You're and popular. beautiful, you're not the nerdy girl. Are you referencing
0: she's all that?
1: Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Or or right. anything with uh Freddie Prince Jr.
0: <laughs> yeah, every Freddie Prince Jr. movie. But but that's the thing, like it wasn't apparently Well, this is the issue with Japan. No one's gonna no one really wants to pay 8,000 yen for two episodes of an anime.
1: Here's what you do. You, in uh, one copy of the DVDs, Blu-rays, or manga, you put in, like, a Willy Wonka golden ticket. Uh And, And whoever finds these golden tickets... Gets to go to an actual live Keijo match somewhere, un- unbeknownst to anybody in the world. That is how you increase the popularity, because everybody will go see it. Maybe. Wasn't, it, I,
0: wasn't, wasn't Keijo supposed to be part of the 2020 Olympics? You know, only, only otakus could wish. I mean, I would. <laughs> uh, yes, <laughs> but that's... Because this is the thing too, because he knows how popular this his series is overseas, and I don't get why they don't put that into consideration.
1: Yeah, uh, it's well, you kind of have to think about, you know, they don't know that information because all they do is
2: they do uh, all they do do is
1: illustrate the number, and they don't really get numbers all the time. Because you, did you know that Masashi Kishimoto? had no idea how popular Naruto was over here in the United States. He had absolutely no idea. Really? Uh, yeah. So when he came to, what was it, New York Comic Con? Mm-hmm. and he was at New York Comic Con talking about the end. He was just like, this is amazing, guys. He, they, just, they just don't know. And it was the same thing when Lisa came over. Like, she's a, she's a huge pop idol and she's in anime. She had no idea that people knew who she w- even was over here. Well, you know, it's even funny to think about the anime voice actors who are... You know, I mean, Funimation is still running as a company, but the people who work for them don't know how popular a show is until they go to a con and it's like, hey, I worked on the show. And everybody goes, Yay! yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so people who work in the industry and release the and, and create the product don't actually ever get to see the results of them creating the product. They just keep creating it. Yeah you uh, think
0: that a quick Google search would find out all this information.
1: <laughs> Evan, they get locked in a dungeon where they can only draw all day long. They don't have Google or Gaggle or whatever anime version <laughs> of the twisted real thing is. Yeah. Goople. Mick <laughs> Ronalds. Uh, which, yeah. by the way,
0: Devil If It's a Part-Timer is now a Crunchyroll. which if you've never
1: watched <laughs> that. I, I, I did see that. I saw that and I will add it to my queue. I'm actually, uh, watching, uh, I'm actually watching, I'm actually watching Nyan Bury right now.
0: Oh, good. Finally.
1: Yeah. Which I can talk about in what we're watching. Yeah. Yes. Um. Speaking of which, should actually, we, I, should think, we, I that, think that was the end of the conversation. Was that so our segue? Yeah. So I think that's our segue yes. into what we're watching. <laughs> okay. Hey great. guys, I'm watching Nyan okay. Bury. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. Finally. It's so, I really, I, I finished the first season and I really enjoyed it and I watched it so often that when the last episode ended, I was just like, wait, wait, what are they doing? Why are they waving goodbye to the, to the audience? And I was like, what's happening? And then I realized that it was episode 12 and I was like, oh, episode 12 is the last episode of season one. But what I'm not liking about it so far... Is season two, and that season two isn't a continuation of a, of the story. But no, they're in between stories of yeah, that first year. Yeah, season two is just a rerun of the entire first season, but all the stories that they didn't tell you about in between those in, in between the first season, which and is kind of like en-
0: what they do in the manga.
1: Yeah, and I don't enjoy that. Uh, I I really wish it progressed the story where they were, you know, uh, what their sixth grade, like they all go up a grade, like that would be great. But its I don't understand why they all have to ex- uh, exist in the bubble that they're in.
0: Um, Simpsons did it. Yeah. They do uh, it, rather.
1: Yeah, it's, it, that's true. But uh, I, I just felt like in its sensibility of just being a slice of life comedy, there was still a progressing story where they got older. I think that they're doing that because they're afraid that if it keeps going, they're going to run out of time. Yeah. In the same way that Azumanga Daio ended. Yeah. They graduated. Yeah. Exactly. And um and, and K-On. K-On! ended the same way. Hey, they graduated. And I actually have Lucky the, Star the, too. Yeah. And I, I have I have the manga where the the Kaon manga where they they're they're in college. It was just a one short story, a tiny little it's not even a full manga volume, it's tiny. But it's, it's like, hey, this is a story about when they're in college. I, I do really love the show and I'm gonna finish watching season two. I just don't have as much motivation to watch season two as I did when I was watching season one. Yep. but the characters are adorable I love that they call the candy store girl candy store like that's yeah. her na- her na- they just they call her candy store because she works at the candy store and that's what everybody calls her yeah. um and she hates that nickname and she's very you know like moody and meh, but she's actually she actually cares about everybody uh I love the brother because he doesn't say anything but anytime he's on screen he's the best character on the show. <laughs> Um, Did you like
0: the little model cat you made?
1: Yeah, and and then when it gets destroyed, <laughs> and, and he's just devastated. Like, oh, and then and then when when uh one of the things that I really loved in season two or at least what I've seen of season 2 so far was when they played the the ruler battle game.
0: Oh my god, like I want to try to do something like that at a convention sometime.
1: We'll see and they actually turned Nanyunbury Bury into an action anime for like 2 seconds and they were oh, oh, because oh. they were playing ruler the ruler battle game.
0: No, no, the, you haven't seen the best one yet. There there is a let's just say that they go to they actually had David production Animate a certain scene in Nan Non Biori, and you really? know what David Production has done. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, uh, and then, um, but but it's funny because I really love the dynamic of the characters that they're all siblings pretty much. Or yeah. that, you know, uh, that you have the th- the three oldest ones, they're all siblings, and then the teacher and the first grader are sisters, and then they have a-, a sister that goes to high school in Tokyo, and then there's this new girl that's been implemented into the thing, and then there's all the townspeople around them who used to go to that school, uh, but have all graduated. So it's this really, really interesting small town country thing going on, surrounded by these kids that go to school. And let's all be honest, the first grader is the main character of the show. They made yes. the show just to display her as a character, like everything. Yeah, Renge
0: is like the best character. I actually have an android of her. She's very funny. She is like the glue that holds everything together.
1: Yeah, she is. She's really funny. She's a really, really funny character. But it it it, it bugs <laughs> it bugs me a little bit because it's just like that's not how a first grader acts. But. But it's anime, you know. So yeah, it's just like it's very anime. <laughs> I loved it
0: in the episode where they have to work in the field, and it's like, oh, I was just telling Renge that, and when I revealed it to her, she was laughing, and she's like, oh yeah, I, I was, I was so laughing. Oh yeah, and has like the, the most sarcastic look on her
1: face. Yeah, but uh, but obviously, in my in my run of uh, character personalities, Natsumi is my favorite character. I love Natsumi. to mm-hmm. She's she's hilarious. So um, let's talk about because I by we it hasn't been released yet. But by the time that this episode is released, it should be out. Our the picks, yeah, our picks for this season. Um, yes, because uh, it's too bad Jessica's not here uh, again. But even still, well, Jack- Jessica's pick is soccer request. Yeah, which, which I which is a good show. Yeah, it I think it's a pretty an amazing good show. show. Yeah, I'll, I'll watch it. It's not going to be my favorite show this season, but it's definitely a good show. It might yeah. be one of mine. Actually, um, the show that I'm deciding to write about is not my favorite show this season either. But, it, but <laughs> mine neither. <laughs> but um, uh, but it, sorry, uh, I took it. <laughs> but it is the yeah. Well, see, the thing is, is everybody's favorite show this season is Alice and Zoroku. Not
0: mine. Yes, no? Alice and Zoroku is just. Oh, well, did you just, just... watch the fourth episode?
1: Yeah. What's that? Did you no, just watch the fourth episode? No, I, I oh, I've only man. I've, I've, I've oh, only seen episode, dude, episode three. And Jonathan, have it's... you even seen no, episode three? I, I Jonathan just... hasn't even seen episode uh-huh. three yet. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm, I'm wicked excited because I love it. It's, it's one, it's adorable Two, yep. it's like a sequel to Elf and Lead, which is amazing. Or er, It's not a sequel to Elf and Lead. It's a, it's a successor to Elf and Lead kind of the same way that, uh, Samurai Champloo is a successor or a spiritual successor to Cowboy Bebop. Mm-hmm. So the way that I see Alice and Soroku is it's Elf and Lead. If Elf and Lead was cute and not depressing
0: and hardcore violent.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, it still has... Oh, a- wait, wait, no,
0: no, no. I uh, I almost gave something away
1: there for the next episode. But I but do, it, I, I really like it. The only thing that bugs me about Alice and Zoroku is the god-awful CGI that they have. I'm um, not bugged by
0: that. The thing I'm bugged about is the Carl's Jr. tie-ins. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
1: man, Carl's Jr. likes anime, so they want to they want piece it pie. last, last
0: season was Akiba's trip, now it's Alice and Zoroku. Mm-hmm. And... Like, it's so weird to see an actual, like, burger chain, like, Carl's Jr. being showed in an anime that's, like, totally serious. Like, in the third episode, you find out the backstory of Mindy C, and it's, like, this really sad story about the guy he that she was in love with. And then immediately afterwards, it cuts to who uh, Sana and Sanai eating Carl's Jr. It was, like,
1: that yeah. was an awkward product placement. Well, yeah, well, because it's not, it's not subtle in any way. Like it's not no. it, the thing. Is is the the important part about product placement in any media is its subtlety. Yeah, and that was not subtle. <laughs> I point to um I point to the wonderful documentary by Morgan Morgan Spurlock, The Greatest Movie Ever Sold. Yeah, that movie is amazing, and it talks about uh, product placement in movies and and how his entire fi- a documentary about product placement was funded by product placement. It was free yes. for him, but that's because he sold his movie to all these products and anyways it, it's it, if you ever want to look into how product placement works in movies go to actually the full title of the movie is palm palm wonderful presents yeah palm wonderful presents, presents. the greatest movie ever sold if you guys yeah and and so alice and Ziroku is an amazing show and that's the one that i'm i i enjoy watching every time it gets released because there's, there's a couple
0: i i want just want to say like the thing that drew me into the show they they I believe it was Animation Network. They posted a picture of it. It's the cute little girl, Sana, and then it's the grumpy man, Zoroku. And it's just like this perfect picture. It was like, why is this really, really old dude hanging out with this cute, adorable little girl? I'm like, I need to check out check I, this out.
1: I love the dynamic. I knew that dynamic too. was going to work the, the, the second I saw it. Uh, and yeah, Sana is wicked cute, and Zoroku is wicked funny. So, mm-hmm. uh, So watch that show.
0: Yes, definitely watch it.
1: I'll talk about um, the show that I wrote about, which is, I'm just going to shorten the title, Bastard Magical Instructor. Is that really the one you wrote about? I did. I wrote about Bastard Magical Instructor. Uh, it's good, but the first two episodes were good until, until they weren't. Nope, I, I still didn't <laughs> mind episode three. No, uh, I didn't mind it either. Like yeah. I, I and I'm I'm gonna continue to watch it. Like I'm gonna watch it till the end. But I was just like, this isn't gonna be good forever. Yeah. Well, and that's what I wrote in my in my article for anybody who doesn't who. Hasn't I don't want to go yet. through Masamune Kun again. Um, <laughs> dude, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Masamune Kun. Yeah, don't was a be me. You oh, can read my
0: review of that on the at Bash Brigade site. It's the it's it's so far my pick for worst anime in 2017.
1: <laughs> that means that I'm gonna be zero for two because I wrote about <laughs> Masamune Kun last season. I'm like slowly <laughs> turning into the worst reviewer on this channel. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
0: Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Litter.
1: Go to PrettyLitter.com and use code ACAST for twenty percent off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Jonathan! <laughs> well, that is the curse of, of writing an article for picks of early picks of the season. Yeah. Well, anyways mm-hmm. though, here's the reason why I wrote about it. It's because, strictly because of the main character, Glenn Radars. That's it. Everything else in this anime is a complete and total trope, except for Glenn Radars. Which, he's, by the way, what
0: kind of name is Glenn Radars? Yeah, it's like uh, what's the most American thing I can think of? <laughs> Glenn Radars, da 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 da
1: da, da. Uh, Glenn U.S. flag. I, I think that he's he's really funny and he's very unique. And episode two, even though it was in a very unfavorable favorable situation for anybody who wanted to watch it. The ending to episode two is everything that you and I, Andrew at least, and even Evan probably has ever hoped for in yes. a magical anime. Well, I just, I just hated the whole like, ah, I am bad guy, so I'm gonna rape you, random girl, and I was like, what? Why? Yeah. Like I just I was that threw me off and I was just like I don't really like. Like that. I said, it was super unfavorable and I feel yeah, like yeah, it's girl, kind of hentai-y in places. Yeah, I feel like the girl totally or what? What's her name? Sir, 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 I don't remember. Cat Purple, girl. Hi- I'm calling. her. Yeah, yeah. Uh, white white cat. Yeah, white cat. he also he also white cat. White white, white cat. Shironeko. Shironeko. <laughs> yeah, there's there's white haired one and blonde haired one. Um, so we'll call her white cat because we don't remember her actual name. Um, Neither she, does Glenn Radars. yeah i feel like that she could have defended herself uh in the way that the first episode ended with her her battle against glenn you know why couldn't she possibly defend herself from an attacker yeah because she's she's a powerful i I don't know yeah i i don't know there there was some things a little off there but i mean military grade yeah but I, I, i don't know it it could have it could have been different, but it did, it wasn't. So we got what we did, and I enjoy watching Glenn Radars do his crazy teacher thing. Will it continue? Probably not. Um, See, wh- that's the thing. I w- I was hoping that it was going to be a, a show about a bastard substitute teacher who was lazy and didn't want to do anything. Yep. I think. But they now, now it's to, turning into an action, action. I think that they moved too fast. I think that they could have what the content in episode two probably could have waited until episode eight. Or six, I don't care. Yeah. Like wait, at least wait six episodes. Yeah, you no,
0: know, you're not the only one who's saying that. I've I actually went into the Anime News Network forums, and they said that they are rushing the light novels. Oh, of okay. the anime, like the adaptation of sorts.
1: So they have to be trying to get to something else that they they are not confident enough that they're going to get a season two for this anime. Yeah. So they're trying. So they're trying to get to something by in thirteen episodes or twelve episodes. That they're not confident in their own animation, for one thing, or they're the writing of the anime to say, yeah, we could hold this for two seasons. They don't believe in that. So, that's too bad for them. Because I think that the pacing of the show is really shining through as a bad thing. But we're stuck with it. Um, but I, I think that out of some of the shows, Glenn is a great character. Is a great character stuck in a mediocre anime. Which happens a lot. Um, One thing that we did talk about was Soccer Quest. Yeah, Um, which Soccer Quest continues to be a great, just relaxing show. Um, I like the idea that they're going to be trying to promote different monsters throughout. Is that what they're trying to? They're like
0: they're trying to find that not monsters, but I would say mascot characters.
1: Yeah, because they tried the chupacabra in the first two episodes, and that ended. And then they're like, oh, but how about this monster? Oh, I didn't get that impression from it. Yep. Interesting. Yeah, they ended the second episode naming uh, another a new monster, and so they. No, the third it. one.
0: The third episode it ended because the second uh, episode was the Manju
1: episode, yeah. Which made me oh, play Manju,
0: right. which I haven't had for almost a decade, and I really want some, and it makes my <laughs> mouth water just thinking about it. Yeah. yeah, yeah so Sok-
1: right. Sakura requests is a show about a city, a girl who wants to live in a city. She's from the country. She wants to work in the city, and then she ends up going back to the country uh to become a job uh, to get a job as a queen which she accidentally got because they thought she was somebody else but they gave it to her anyway to try to promote the town mm-hmm. but the town doesn't want to be promoted so now they're trying to re-promote their town yeah uh in this way and she's build, she's starting from the ground up now with this company and this team of girls that she found listen I don't know why she's so reluctant to take that job because I would be all over it. Yeah, and and (laughs) it's a great job, and it's a job. Yeah, Yeah. like and like I don't understand why she was just like, "Oh, this isn't a job in Tokyo." I was like, "No, you're already there. It's a job. You take that job." You Um, had
0: thirty-one failed interviews. Take it. Yeah,
1: (laughs) and and the thing is too, is this show reminds me of Shirobako in a way. Well, I think it's it is from the
0: same team who did Shirobaku. That's what I works. Because
1: well, it looks exactly the same. It looks, yeah. It looks like Shirabako, and it feels like Shirabako, and that's probably one of the main reasons why I love it. Yeah, that's a very welcoming thing. Yeah, because Shirabako was an absolutely amazing anime, and I think that we can all agree that it's a good show to to watch. Soccer Quest is a good show to watch, and you it is a good
0: show. And I'm actually excited that they're actually doing 25 episodes of it.
1: Ooh, wow! That's true. Yeah, so we we will
0: have it for two seasons. They must have a lot of monsters. Yep, and it's an original series. It's not based off of a manga or anything. This is a full blown original anime.
1: That's rare. Yeah. So the show that I talk uh, am talking about in the article is Boruto. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to talk about Boruto forever because we've talked about Boruto and Naruto on this podcast forever. So you should all know what Boruto is. But what I am going to say an anime podcast that talks about Naruto. Yeah. What is you should watch Boruto this season. Because it doesn't feel like Naruto. It's a completely new idea and kind of a new concept just in the Naruto world and the continuing Naruto world at that. I love the fact that they're talking about the children of the characters that we grew up with. And so the fact that there's this new generation of kids growing up. It's a new generation of anime and Naruto, very different than our generation of anime and Naruto. It's quite literally as if like the millennial generation was growing up with technology and yeah. and the the whole idea of ninjas is changing. Yeah, so it yeah. feels different and it and like they actually are making this concept of Boruto in the Naruto universe feel new and unique and I love it. Yeah. So you should yeah. check out Boruto. You guys all know what it is. I talk about it more in the article, but you guys know what it is. And
0: besides uh, Alice and Zoroko, the other show I talked about for the returning series one is The Laughing Salesman. Right.
1: Did we talk about this one in the last episode a little bit? We talked a little bit
0: about it. Yeah, we we touched a little bit on it. I
1: I still haven't seen it.
0: Because, well, first off, it's a returning series. They did an adaptation of it back in the late 80s into the early 90s. It's from the co-creator of Doraemon. And it focuses on this guy, Moguru Fukuzo. And he is a salesman, but he doesn't sell, like, normal things. He sells people, like, desires and wants. And he doesn't want to get paid. He's just like, oh, I'm happy that you're happy. That's all I need to know. But the story of this show is what happens when these characters get too deep into their desires. Mm. And that's where... I think the show goes the more interesting route. It's more of the um, cautionary tale of sorts. Yeah, the 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 desires becoming your downfall. And I talked a little bit about one of the episodes, but there's another ep- in in my piece. But another ep- a great example, is this guy who loses his job because his boss t- treats him horribly. So Mulgara takes him to this like facility where each each week or each day or each work shift they get to switch jobs one guy gets to be the worker one guy gets to be the boss and it goes back and forth well he finds himself really enjoying being the worker then he finds himself really liking being the boss but when he goes back to being the worker he finds there being flaws from the guy who's being the boss at the time and then when he gets the chance of being the boss again he starts to act like the guy who treated him like garbage at his previous job yeah. so it's kind of like the pot calling the kettle black and it's really well done yeah. and I'm not going to say it's the best show of the season but it is one of those series where you gotta watch it to really understand just how good it is
1: so I, I kind of want to talk about a couple shows as well uh, that I don't think you guys have watched yet because of Anime Strike which is uh, Psychono Season 2 and Don Machi Gaiden <laughs>
0: I watched. Uh, I watched uh, Don Machi. Uh, oh yeah, you did. Yeah, I need to. Uh, I I need to watch my Don Machi.
1: Yeah, I'll get it to you. Starting to shake. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it's, I'm, I'm getting withdrawals, man. So this in Gloucester. <laughs> so Don Machi is good. It's an interesting concept, and I I really like what they're doing as far as focusing on a different crew. Skin Amazonians. Way. Yeah, uh, <laughs> basically. Uh, well, because the first episode was very heavily... I didn't realize that they were going to be part of the main cast. So, Eyes is is not the main character, but it's about Eyes. It's because she's uninteresting. Yeah. <laughs> um, The main character is this random elf girl that is in the Loki crew. Yeah, but the, she's like level one? She's three. Level three. Level three. three. Um, where Eyes is like level six and the Amazons are level five. Um, so those are the four characters that follow. So there's the two Amazon sister, Eyes, and this elf girl. Uh, and they created the elf girl ca- character so that they could focus a story around her following Eyes, and then I think they just added the Amazonians in there because they're very popular characters because they're dark-skinned Amazonian characters and they're cute. And they kick
2: ass. Yeah, and, uh,
1: and one of the sisters is voiced by the, what's, what's her name, the voice actress who plays Megumin from Konosuba. She is getting so popular as a voice actress. Rie Takahashi. Uh, so she's been in almost every anime ever and I love her. I think she's absolutely I she is also right up there with Yuko Kobayashi as my favorite voice actress from anime. But anyway, um it's it's good. It it's a little etchy. like you know they have they have that uh hint of it like they did in the first series of Don Machi where it's kind of dirty but not really uh good enough that anybody can kind of watch it. But the, f- but the first episode focused a lot on the Amazon character, so I was like, this is cool, I'll watch this. Next up was Psychono Season 2, which basically Psychono Season 2 just reminded me why I like Psychono so much. And if you guys haven't watched Psychono, it's a really amazing harem series. And if you guys haven't seen a good harem series in a long time, uh, I really highly recommend Psychono because I really, really love it. So Psychono Season 2 is just a continuation of that, and it's it's still really good and my sequel of the yep. season was my hero academia if you're not watching it you're wrong <laughs> the end it's true my hero academia is an amazing show shown in anime and you should watch it i can only it's so good i can only hope it goes on for as long as naruto yeah exactly like that's how good it is or bleach or or bleach or one piece or well one piece is like well, i'll be dead yeah one piece we- i'll be dead i don't think any of us will be alive by the time <laughs> one piece ends <laughs> I'm afraid the author is going to be dead before the one piece ends. (laughs) There'll be ghostwriting. There's like one guy on the face of the planet who knows how it ends. And that's a true fact. So that's the the basics. That's the groundworks of what we're watching. Yeah, let's move on to our topic. Mm -hmm. Yes, for sure. Because we're five. Yay. We're five years old. And this is actually not for our podcast. Our podcast actually turns five in September. And I'm hoping to put something special together for that. I don't know what. Don't ask. But, yeah, we're going to talk about five years of Wicked Anime from when we started. Mm-hmm. Now, I do people know how Wicked Anime was formed? I don't know if we've ever talked about We have talked about this. Just the fact that uh, when I worked at a comic shop in Orlando, Florida, which was, by the way, one of the greatest jobs of my entire life, if it sustained me, I would still be there working at a comic shop. But Cap and I would put comic books away on Tuesday mornings really you and cap did yep i didn't know you did well everybody did uh we put together orders uh, it was me cap and aaron but did Aaron's Cap work team. for a comic shop no oh yeah eric was there too from <laughs> flame on the the year that we did our first episode of wicked anime ever which was anime boston 2012 i showed it to cap while it was in mid-edit and i said listen when this goes up could we you know could you promote us It would be great if you could say, "Hey, if you need anime, watch this." Cap said, "Well, we don't have an anime." Yeah, we don't have anybody who represents anime. Oh, this was both Cap and Hex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so they asked us, like, "Do you want to do that?" And we were like, "Yeah, of course." And uh, so we started on their showcase, which was an unofficial nerdy show section which was that's right we, it was yeah, a little section yeah. of nerdy show where they promoted people who weren't a part of nerdy show but nerdy show really likes you so that's where we started out when um as as this whole thing yeah, and nerdy then show showcase that's right yep and then it didn't officially take off until september that was in april right and it didn't yeah. officially start up uh, for us, until we asked if we could do our podcast, and then they did the in, and so we. It took this us- was during a meeting. We it was a show meeting. Yeah, we did three pilot episodes of of <laughs> Wicked Anime, one of which doesn't exist anymore because it, because it bummed out on us and I couldn't get it to cap. The first one was awful, but which is actually episode zero. Yeah, we posted episode. We posted zero. episode zero, <laughs> which was after our first year of doing Wicked Anime. Um, and you can find that episode zero. It's by episode 10, I believe, of, of the Wicked Anime Podcast. It? Yeah. It's really early on. Oh, wow. Um, but. Because what is you because like, making that a cardboard or something? <laughs> we all had gaming mics. Uh, me, Andrew, and, and Dylan. they were way we were wearing... too close to our face. Yeah, we had gaming mics and, uh, and, no. Uh, Glitch actually had a professional mic that had a screen on it to keep his peas from popping. Yeah. And, uh, it sounded awful and we were, we were terrible. If you want to hear us embarrass the crap out of ourselves, go listen to episode zero. Was it good? I don't remember. I mean, it was a fun. I mean, it was Wicked Anime. It was fun. It was still Wicked Anime. It was just just really awkward. We we were literally brand new to it. Yeah, we just were like, it was actually Dylan's idea that he wanted to start up a podcast. Dylan wanted to start a podcast, and then we already had Wicked Anime existing, so So, we took Dylan's idea of, hey, I want to start a podcast, and hey, we all like anime, want to start an anime podcast. Yeah. Which worked. Though I do think Dylan really wanted to start a movie podcast. Yeah, uh, his his main goal was he wanted to start a podcast that was all about film and movies, which I would still love to do. To because uh, mm. I always have my dreams of wicked cinema. Yeah, there's three <laughs> things. There's three things that I love in this world as far as entertainment goes: anime. But anime only scratches the surface of animation that I love because yep. I, I, if if I'm not an anime fan, I'm just a general animation fan, and if not, I like anime Western animation better than I like anime. Yep. Uh, and then there's movies and film. Yep. I we've yep. seen so many films. And you should see our own personal movie collection it's like that. It's like that scene from Hot Fuzz yeah. when uh, when Nick Frost opens up his sliding cabinet. We may have that many movies. By the power of Grayskull. Yeah, we, we have that many movies. Which, fun fact, in Hot Fuzz, when he opens up his cabinet like that, it's all of Simon Pegg's movies and all of Edgar Wright's movies put together onto one shelf. Yep. So, just a fun yep. fact for anybody who didn't know that. Um, we Should I wait for the siren to go by? Uh... The hot fuzz is coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, so we we started doing, um, we just, the reason why we started Wicked Anime is because we wanted to make our hobby more than something than just fun. Yeah, well, it really worked out for us because then we got to do conventions. You know, we we actually had tangible evidence that we're a show and having nerdyshow.com in front of Wicked Anime uh, also let people know that if we wanted to get do press passes, that we were a legitimate website. And not just a group, not just a YouTube channel, yeah, which yeah. was good for us because we got our first gig in Florida well and and we went as a comic shop, yeah, we have, we were yeah, we went as a comic shop as so our... we, we <laughs> went we went to we went to this festival, uh this anime con that was tiny, which you can see all the interviews for yep, uh, we had it was a, the room or I'm sorry, the convention was a hallway with six rooms it was in a hotel in a hotel a tiny hotel and yeah. um we got to talk to uh we didn't actually get to talk to her but we um terry hawks terry hawks who was uh uh who was the original one of the original voice actresses of uh sailor moon uh, usagi yep sailor moon and so so that was really huge for us and then we got to text to daryl Gilbo, dan warren I think those were the three major guests. Was it? Yeah, it was. Uh, and and that's we got to use that for our later press applications, saying hey, we've done press at conventions before. Yeah. Uh, so so we had like this kind of uh, cold start. Yeah, which was only a year later for when we went to Anime Boston twenty thirteen, uh, as press officially. Yeah. And we met Evan there. That that's is correct. We, met, we met, met at the Kyrie Walgren <laughs> panel. <laughs> yeah. No, so, which which panel? Kyrie Walgren. Oh okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then we re met again at the Wendy Lee one. I had Andrew on my show with Scarlett from Scarlett Rhapsody. Yep. As a part of a post show, and that's when we started doing more collaborations. And we yeah. met, we re met again in person for Wolf Children, which is where we met Sarah. Yeah. Right. That's right. You
1: um you texted us randomly saying like, hey. This thing is going on in Boston. Do you want to go? And I don't think that we would be doing collabs the same way that we would if we didn't say, yes, let's go to Wolf Children. Yeah. Right. Which I think we would have eventually, which is because we were in constant contact. Yeah. Yeah. It was just a really weird testament to how how like that whole philosophy of friendship works you start talking to strangers until they're not strangers anymore. <laughs> yeah. And that's what, happened. that's what happened with us. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, it's, it is. That was basically the long and short of the rise of Wicked Anime and the Wicked Anime podcast. Mm-hmm.
0: I, I want to make a note too that the reason why Sarah was at the Wolf turtle screen was because she saw me post about it On the Boston Bash Brigade Tumblr page.
1: Yes. Oh, that's right. And she was in college, and she didn't have anybody to hang out with. She didn't know what to do. She went to the movie by herself, and we started talking to her, and we're like, "Hey, did you go to Anime Boston?" She's like, "No, I'm from Ohio." Yeah. And then, and oh, and that day we saw her video because Gigic of Anime Zone reposted reposted her video for fan service in anime, and and that's when she said, "Oh, you may have seen." my video for fanservice in anime because anime zone posted it and we we're like that was you no way and then <laughs> so and then we, and did, then a we did a
0: whole yeah we did a round <laughs> table about wolf children right yeah. afterwards <laughs>
1: yeah um and that was on evan's show and so yeah you and that, it, you can find that and here's the
0: Boston funny and yeah and there's the funny thing about that because when i replayed it what was cool about the recording was that when you listen in the background there's this like sweet smooth jazz music that's playing and it just really fit with the mood and style of what we were talking about. We almost created a side podcast show surrounded about talking about anime over jazz music.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that's the right. The yeah. Otaku. The classiotaku. Otaku. Um, class taku for short. And then uh <laughs> but yeah, we were at the we are at the Museum of Fine Arts, which yeah. is an amazing place. Uh but yeah, that's that's where this theater was showing uh, Wolf Children. And then uh so after that it was just Basically, where we're at now with all of these fans that we have. Uh, I When was the first time we got contacted by a fan? Oh, jeez. I don't even remember. I think it was Gerardo. No, I think it was Mopkins. Mopkins. I don't remember <laughs> Mopkins. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, we don't know where Mopkins is at now, but uh, on the Nerdy Show forums... Uh, there was a, a kid who really really liked Wicked anime and a nerdy show in general, but he really liked Wicked anime. His name was, his his user handle was Mopkins, and he had a um, he had a Wakfu. Yeah, icon. His, his icon was Wakfu. We didn't we don't hear at all from Mopkins anymore, but I, I, I or at least as said... far as we know. Yeah. We, we oh yeah, be... he could he could be uh, under a different name now. Which you know, what if it's like this person or this person or this person? We we don't know because he's like, hey, I'm Mopkins. Yeah. But anyway, uh, that was when we kind of first found out we we kind of use the term oh hey our fan messaged us mm-hmm. which was never something that we really got used to we we're still not used to it because every time we talk to you guys on email we kind of feel like oh hey it's our bud yeah you know because <laughs> because because uh, i think i'm friends with half of our fans on facebook or at on least my, the ones on, talk to us yeah on my personal facebook like i i ha- i've friended them from the nerdy show forums and yeah. stuff uh, or they, they found me, they friended me, which is fine. If you guys want to send me friend requests and, and you're a fan of wicked anime, I'm cool with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, just as long as, you know, it's not like, don't steal my social. Yeah. Don't like sell out, my inf- <laughs> don't sell out my information, I uh, guess. <laughs> Cause I don't post that much on Facebook anyway. I, I use, I use Facebook for wicked anime. Evan, do you remember the first episode that you recorded with us on our show? Um,
0: um I'm, I'm actually... Are you asking because her. you do? No, I
1: don't. Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I, I know it was sometime in 2013. It was right... It was in between Uh, when I had Andrew on my show and us going for Wolf Children. Mm.
1: Was it in between but,
0: that? Yeah, it was in between that. You had asked me because someone had dropped out. You were looking for somebody, and I said yes. Fortunately, I didn't have anything to do that day, so... I jumped on. I can't. That's the thing. I can't remember what it was we talked about. Someone pull up. Let me see if I can pull up the website. Is there a way yeah. to like? I'm I'm going there right now. So
1: let's keep talking, and I'll find out. All I um, know Andrew, is that
0: we had a good time doing it. That's all I yeah. remember.
1: <laughs> I um I the only thing that I'm I'm bummed about now is the extended cast. What do you mean? Well, I mean I, I mean they're all there, and you guys uh, a lot of you guys don't see it. Uh, you got Sean Dylan glitch, all those people still talk to us like like I don't I don't want you guys to think that like they're not on the show anymore. we hate each other. Uh, if that's ever an <laughs> inclination, it's not. They're working in the background. yeah. Uh, we still talk to all these people. They're just not on the podcast anymore. they their lives you know crossed over. Uh, with other things, so they can't do the podcast anymore. I don't know if we've ever explained this to the fan. They, oh, these guys, everybody just kind of disappeared. I'm pretty sure we have. Uh, either way, uh, you're kind of getting it now. So, uh, so Dylan still sends us stuff. Sean still comments on the Wicked Anime page, you know. And but but everybody's busy doing things. But it's pretty. It's great. Uh, we're 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 all still friends. Because uh, the reason why we met all met each other is because we knew each other from college. That's why their icons are still on the Wicked Anime podcast picture because if they ever want to pop in for an episode they're totally free to because they're not gone they're still around they're just not on the wicked anime podcast
0: right which is kind of like the similar situation what happened with the original boston bash brigade podcast because right. you don't hear Blonick on my show anymore you don't hear tag it all on my show anymore and they're just their time just got really minimal it's
1: just hard for them to sit down and actually have them record with us Especially because uh, it it, and it was such a joy when the maid episode came out on it for episode one hundred, because uh, we got to hear those voices again. Uh, and by the time we posted the maid podcast, we had forgotten. Uh,
0: I'm trying, oh, oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, he- <laughs> I'm hearing something. Because <laughs> <laughs> what I did it was I googled "nerdy show Boston Brass Brigade" and 2013. Oh, we talked about Kill a Kill.
1: That couldn't have been the first episode you were on.
0: Episode thirty-eight,
1: because we have. Uh, w- were you ever a part of Con Month? You might have been here for our first Con Month. Maybe I. I. I can't seem to find. Oh my gosh, <laughs> the episode where it was just you and Dylan. That was a good episode. Yeah, because I was wicked sick. I liked that episode a lot. Anyway, let's talk about the episodes that are really good. Yeah. Are, our our favorite episodes of wicked of the Wicked Anime Podcast. If you guys. Haven't or on, wait for the siren to go by. Here goes Ball 34. <laughs>
0: There's
1: a little commentary every time a siren goes by. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so if you guys are kind of new to Wicked Anime or you wanted to start later, hey, maybe we'll start uh, later on in the podcast and I won't listen to it from episode one. Some people are completionists and have to listen to the podcast from episode one. That's cool. The best episodes you can listen to of the Wicked Anime podcast is episode four, for one. Yeah. Episode four was absolutely amazing. That's the episode where we all shoved ourselves into a closet to get the best acoustics we possibly could. R. Kelly Edition. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, so we all shoved ourselves in the closet, we had the best jokes. Uh, everybody was really on point, and that was when every single one of us was there. It was me, Jonathan, Dylan, Glitch, Sean. It was a, uh, I don't know how big the closet now, was. Now, I but...
0: don't think I've ever asked this before, but this was, of course, a walk-in closet, right? Uh... This was a, like, a closet that was like really small. It's not like the closet like I have in my man cave that you've seen.
1: It is that one. Oh, oh, wow.
0: It's It's it's, that tiny. It's
1: no, it's smaller than that, actually. So so it's so, yeah, it's not a walk in closet and it's not an extended closet with an attic ceiling. It is a closet uh, where all five of us are sitting around in a circle in the closet, uh, shoved around this microphone to get the best possible acoustics we had. And we just had the best time. So everybody should listen to episode four. And then after that is episode thirty one. It was after, it was either after or right before the new year. It was, it was, uh... I'll tell you, it was New Year's. Oh, it was New Year's? It was New Year's. Oh, okay. Um, and it was Cap, Tony... Was it just Cap and Tony? Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because Dylan and Glitch were were recording from the Nerdy hmm. Show studio on that episode. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it was me, Jonathan. Me and Jonathan were back home by that point, uh, here in Massachusetts, Dylan and Glitch and Cap'n... Our first episode home was episode 6. Was it really? Yeah. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. Oh, because wow. Because we talked to... I remember we talked about Digital Worlds because it was the first episode that we used Skype to re- communicate with each other. Wow. I w- that was my least favorite episode, for those of you who don't know, because I was super bummed out that it was home. Yeah. I, w- I wanted to be in Florida real bad. Yeah. But, but uh, yeah, episode 31, Asimov's Law of Robubix is so funny yep i think it's the first time we ever talk about monster girls on that uh episode because cap had read uh the daily life of a centaur oh yeah that's right (laughs) uh and she hadn't seen her own private parts because she's a horse um (laughs) everybody should have listened to episode 100 of maid that was absolutely amazing that was probably the best thing wicked anime has ever produced and then uh to accompany that was the besom special the other rpg special we did that was so different, and and I, I, I recently listened to it again after listening to the Maid special, because I, I wanted to go back and do that, and it's so funny, guys. Uh, we've had a lot of good times on Wicked Anime, uh, so those are our, those are the handful of our favorite episodes, mm-hmm. just in case you, you're ever wondering. Evan, do you have a favorite episode? I would say probably
0: my favorite episode has to be when we had Manga Gamer on to talk about Anime Expo. Oh, uh,
1: and Gerardo! And Gerardo. Yeah, or we got one of our fans, Gerardo, on the show. That was a really good episode. That was a really good episode. It
0: it, it went to some really funny but uncomfortable situations, but only in a way that makes it fun.
1: Well, see, and the thing is, too, is that uh, that was the first time we ever had a fan on the show, which we should do again. Absolutely, we want to do that again. Well, we have fans usually on videos. Right, we have Tempsu coming up in anime. In, Boston. Austin, we have Sean in the snack video, and then we also have uh, our self-proclaimed number one fans, the Parent Twins. Well, they have to they have to kill a few people in order to actually be officially number one. I think because we don't have, tell them that we still have we still have like this rivalry and fighting of who's actually number one fan of Wicked Anime and everybody kind of like keeps trying to outdo one another as far as like our, which is fine we 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 don't mind if you compete just well, be cordial. You know who is really the number 1 it's whoever pays the most on the nerdy show patreon <laughs> subscribe now <laughs> 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 uh, um but uh but no we we love all of our fans very dearly and i and i don't i'm not just saying that i mean that very sincerely Yeah. because if we cuz we don't i mean we get supported by uh, by doing this show but we don't get supported a lot so the fact that we have fans is the reason why this show exists because if we had no fans there would be no reason for us to even make the show in the first place and I say that a lot and and every single time I say it it's true because uh, if you guys don't exist and if you guys don't care about our show then there's no reason for us to make Wicked Anime so you guys are the best and I mean we have uh, fan interactions with like Anime Boston fans who visit us at Anime Boston and say hey I listen to your show I mean we got we got Newsbell Chan now yeah yeah from, uh, a fan, cool. from a fan from a fan for me and and then you know we met uh allison at anime boston and allison's interaction with us was absolutely amazing when she she we walked up to the charity booth at anime boston with our wicked anime shirts on uh and she we and she said are you really them and we were like yeah andrew and of wicked <laughs> anime and she just lost it. She like started crying a little bit. Maybe Allison if you're <laughs> listening. This is the best story ever. We love it. Um, <laughs> and uh, and no. And so ever since we met Allison and her twin sister, Jessica, uh, which is also weird because they're A and J and me and Jonathan are A and J as well. I pointed like, that at, out. Yeah. Cool. And they're identical twins and they're fans of our show. We were talking about doing an alternate reality episode of Wicked Anime where they were the ones hosting Wicked Anime. And I don't. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, but, uh, but we're very close with our fans. And I think that's very special about wicked anime is how close we are with our fans. And even though we may not have time anymore to respond to every email that you send us, we read them and we make sure that every single email gets read on the show. Uh, I want everybody to be aware of that as well. Mm-hmm. So, cause we love you guys and we think you guys are awesome. So I don't know. All in all, I, I would say that that's our short, I think this would be a good transition right into fan service. Yeah. Into fan service. Yes, very fans. Uh, we'll yes. bring it right back to you guys. Yeah. But Hey, we, um, we really enjoyed doing this for five years and I really want to keep doing it. We do want to keep doing it. Now we know that our, our show is changing and that's because of our current situation. Yeah. It may change back. Although of course this episode isn't really proving that. I know. Yeah. Well, you can cut out a lot. <laughs> Uh, there's there's plenty you can cut I've out. I'll cut out all the fan stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so first up on fan service, we just got a message from Wicked Fan Marvin, who was the one who sent us the talks about the waifu watch. Yep. Remember? For, uh, for Ranma. And he uh, sent us another waifu watch idea to talk about, which is Tenchi Muyo. Oh. Now, Wait, didn't we do Tenchi Muyo? I, I think we did do Tenchi Muyo before. And I, but I think it was, it wasn't an official one because no. I was looking at the waifu watch list and it was, who was your first, we did waifu watch for oh, who was your first waifu. who was waifu. your first waifu. And mine was one from Tenchi Muyo. It was uh, Sasami. Okay. Yeah. Which it's not anymore. <laughs> but, um, cause I, cause I was Sasami's age when I, when I saw Tenchi Muyo. So it's not Sasami anymore. Gosh. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not a pedo. My, I, I said it was Ryuko or uh, Ryoko, like best girl ever is Ryoko. From from Tenchi Evan ever you would, oh no from from Tenchi from the Tenchi series,
0: gotcha. Uh, I don't know. Mine was Kione. Like Kione was like my first full blown anime waifu. Like she was like the one I really loved the most in Tenchi Muyo.
1: I could have sworn that you said it was uh, Princess Ayaka.
0: No, I've never really liked Ayaka. She kind because of, I've watched it in the English dub and she always sounded a little bit. Oh, I
1: hate her English dub voice.
0: She sounded a little bit older than oh, she really yeah. is. But Ew, no, Kyo, no, Kyone has always been my Tenshi Muyo waifu. I'm a sucker. She's what got me into blue haired girls.
1: See, the thing about Tenshi is all the characters in Tenshi are good, particularly for the Japanese dub. For sure, but no, Ryoko has always been best girl, and I have a lot of fans as well behind me that agree with me mm. as far as that for Tenchi. Uh, so yours was Kione, Jonathan. What did you say? I I've never really had one. Um, Ryoki, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Ryoki is the, one of the cutest anime animal companions in any anime ever. It's such Why an aren't
0: Cabot's fan. real creatures? Yeah, <laughs> <I know. laughs>
1: <laughs> that should be um, one of our Tapagachis in the future is we should talk about animal mascots. Yeah. Animal yeah, mascots sure. and why they should exist. Or pet companions. Just for reference, Marvin said that his favorite, or his waifu from Tenchi was Mihoshi. You know what? That's gotta be mine. No, yeah, really? Yeah. Because no, see, the thing is, is uh, everybody knows that I have a thing for dark skin girls. Yeah. As far as anime goes. like Because dark skin Asians in anime are always the best. Yeah. Like, that's I- why... <laughs> that's why i have uh yuroichi from bleach that's why i have the amazonians or uh, yeah the amazons from Machi. like it's so it's such a beautiful representation of uh like tan skin so uh but the, but the th-
0: thing about mahoshi is she's literally the embodiment of a dumb blonde and i fear for your life if you ever got
1: with her oh uh, yeah. yeah i like her though yeah because yeah mahoshi's so cute But, I mean, my my answer is still Ryoko, but Mihoshi is great. I just, I mean, what's not to love about Mihoshi? I I mean, the very
0: first time you ever meet her, she spills her coffee, she bangs her toe, everything, like, collapses
1: on top of her. She is the embodiment of the dumb blonde. So then what about Mihoshi's mom?
0: Is that an OVA 3? Because I've never watched OVA 3.
1: You've never seen OVA 3? No. No, I don't. I don't remember which series, which Tenchi series, Mahoshi's mom is. Because I know been... it's it's
0: it's not in any of the ones that I own. It's not in it's not in Tenchi Universe. It's not in Tenchi in Tokyo, and it's not in the first two seasons of Tenchi Muyo.
1: Then, then yeah, it could possibly because Mahoshi's brother is in OVA three. So thank you, Marvin, for sending that. Uh, we we do love our waifu watches, and that was the quick waifu watch right there. Yay! <laughs> uh, cause, because because uh, if you if you go back and find that episode uh, where we talk about uh, who our first waifu was, we I do believe we do another waifu watch there. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the updated version of it, I guess. Uh, next up, we have Gerardo. Who Gerardo sent us the toy watch, uh, toy shelf beforehand, but Gerardo wanted to send me a very special toy shelf. Okay. Uh, and he said it's a little crazy, and crazier than a one to one statue of a girl in a bikini. Yeah. Okay. I would say so. Okay. So it has to do with Lilith. Uh for those so that's already pretty crazy. Yep, I'm uh, already I'm already kind of curling back in suspense. Uh it's from Tiny Ty- uh, uh Asagi series. Specifically the uh uh time Ty- uh oh, sorry. Uh Taimanin Taimanin Asagi uh 3. Where there's a specific scene that got famous among anime fans uh-huh. where a girl gets cubed. Cubed. They, like, they, like, she gets pressed into, like, a crouching position and they turn her into a cube. What? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh. <laughs> what? Uh, here, uh, hang on. Gerardo sent me the picture, so let me show you. Dude, Is this, like, Guru? No, uh. So Lilith is very much on top of like the body deformation, yeah, stuff. That's why I ask. Yeah, and uh, so they do like a lot of you know bulging and 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 what whatnot. But this Ew. right here, so so that happens Ew. in the game, and uh, and Gerardo let me know that this girl who is has been mutated or uh, pressed into the shape of a cube is now a pillow. What? <laughs> Wait, which anime is this? Yeah, it's not an anime. It's a, it's a hentai visual novel from Lilith, Taimanin Asagi 3. I've actually uh, seen
0: the OVA of that.
1: There are, there is a, there is a very extensive amount of OVAs to it. Now, the thing is, is, uh, is they're selling this pillow of this girl in a cube. And so it's a cube pillow. (laughs) And that's all it is, like so. <laughs> so it's a regular sized pillow. It's yeah. It's uh. Well, it's it's a smaller sized pillow, but well, yeah. It's, it's a cube. It's a cube, mm-hmm. it's and a it, cube. it's a it's a cube pillow of the girl of and and on the pillow is the girl, mm-hmm. in the cube form. So yay, yay. Lilith and <laughs> hentai yeah. and, and visual novels and uh, anime. Yeah. Oh, this is, it's probably one of the most bizarre things I, not, not the most bizarre thing, but it's up there with like, that's, Japan, what are you doing? Japan, why are you so cray cray? So thank you, Gerardo. Thank you very much for sending that along to me. Uh, hey, we got some emails. Ah, hey, I found it. Evan, you were, the first episode you were ever on was episode 24 of the Wicked Animals podcast. All right, so tell
0: me the description so I can try to recapture it in my brain.
1: Ever watch a show and wonder why no one is talking about it or watching a, <gasps> that's show, right. or watching a I, show that everyone loves only to be frustrated with this is what everybody's been talking about? In this episode, we talk about our most overrated and underrated anime. We also talk about other crap, too. That's uh, right. Join... and That's where I yeah. told you guys
0: about Nagasarete Ironto.
1: Oh, and then I watched it from beginning to end and still love it today. Yeah. <laughs> There we go. So that was it. That was the first time that we had ever invited Evan onto to our podcast, was episode That's 24. right, because I, fir- I
0: is- first talked about Hayate the Combat Butler and then I talked about Nagasarata Island. Though.
1: So we have one email fan service, and it comes from Wicked Fan Sean. Uh, but before- also Frostbear the Porn Master. Uh, yep, oh, hell Frostbear the Porn Master! Uh, uh, but before I, wanna, I go hey. into that, uh, I just want to make a correction to a former fan service. Uh-huh. Uh, remember uh, a little while back after Anime Boston, Scott Yes. Like Scott sent us the thing that said, "Hey, Steve-O plays on Estival versus uh yeah. with a, with the dance pad?" Yeah. Uh well, wicked fan Jeremy came in and said, "Hey, it's I have a correction. It's not actually Estival versus. It's bon Appetit. Oh, uh-huh.
0: you know what? That would make a lot more sense because it is a rhythm game. Is it a Sendrin Kagura? Yes, game? it's a Center and Kagura rhythm game. It's a it's basically gotcha. it's basically Food Wars, but with Center and Kagura.
1: Okay, I... so I imagine that um, I got that wrong when reading uh, Scott's email. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. I bet you yeah. he said he. I bet you he said they play Senran Kagura, and I said they play Senran Kagura. Estable first, maybe.
0: Which, by the way, I'm so. St- which, by the way, I hope you guys are also stoked about the Nintendo Switch Senran Kagura game coming out.
1: Yeah, it says it's it's all ages and wholesome. <laughs> What's up with
0: that? No, it's not. Um, no, you could tell like when he said that, it's it's, it's totally tongue and cheek. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Literally and um, metaphorically.
1: I I do absolutely love though that we still have all this uh, like Senran Kagura. Like just between Friday Night Fanfiction and and Wicked Anime, we just have the craziest fandom of of Senran It's Such Kagura. a great game. Like Senran. Senran Kagura is the official filth anime of Wicked Anime and Friday Night Fanfiction.
0: <laughs> and it's and it's kind of uh, like sure the there's official a lot more filth anime. Well, maybe it's like the official video game for us too. Well, guess, somewhat, but I mean, besides like this... Monster Hunter.
1: Uh so, what we have from uh from Sean Frostbeard, the poor master. Uh he says, "Hey all, just wanted to congratulate you on 5 years of Wicked Anime. Putting on a show like yours has has uh, is quite the task." And to do so is very impressive. So way to go. And hopefully you will go on for another five years. Woo. Now it's time for some news and fan service. Okay. A Dragon Ball VR game that allows you to throw your own Kamehameha. Yep, I've seen the video for that. Is it crazy? Uh, it's... Pretty cool. I imagine it would be pretty cool to... Have a game that just allows you to throw odds. Although
0: yeah. now I'm getting scary, like memories of trying to play Dragon Ball Connect on the Xbox 360 at
1: E3, uh, and that was just a yeah. horrible
0: experience.
1: <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Second, the Japanese men who have done gender bent cosplays uh, that are sure to drive women uh, to drive women, and the guys from Flame On Wilds. Uh, link in the description. Yeah, that's a link in the description. <laughs> So it says Asian muscle men featured in steamy photos with cultural flavor. These are all from Rocket News, by the way. Of, <laughs> course, uh, of course. Rocket News 24 always has the best stuff. Third, the J A V actress who tweet uh Go on. whose tweet about the popular Japanese snack in which she compared its te- its texture to testicles? Oh, I've actually seen that. I think it's another snack video. It, <laughs> he wants to do it. <laughs> I've actually seen that and yeah, I've I, I too was interested. Wow. Thanks, Sean. Uh, <laughs> fourth, the Capocari, whose mascot is truly terrifying and, and claims to have, the, the, to have three butthole balls in each box. Okay. What? What? I have to click. It's uh, Yeah. You gotta click on that one. Cause... Fukusaki Anal Orb Instant <laughs> Curry intrigues, intrigues, terrifies Japan as does town's horrific mascot anal, cur- what? anal curry what the fuck is that are we talking about the home version of our poop curry that uh oh man that really is a terrifying uh, mascot can you st- all right i need to see
0: this terrifying mascot please send me the link i need to see this
1: oh that's horrible there's a picture of a of the mascot meeting a, uh, a little baby child wait, that there's a cute kappa the jesus fucking christ <laughs> it it kind of looks like a mix between You know what it
0: reminds me of you know that remember. um you know that metal band in the Netherlands that dresses up like dinosaurs?
1: Yeah. Heavy <laughs> 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 It does kind of look like a guar character you know. Or Lordy, like guar or Lordy. Sure yeah. It does <laughs> look <laughs> yeah so it's it's weird link in the description of that thanks again sean uh it says uh and finally my addition to the waifu watch segment uh while girl type ranma or ronko i call her ronchan is by far the cutest agree um i'm going to have to go with shampoo so there you Do go sean really call her sh- ronko by the way <laughs> that's filthy I, <laughs> I guess it is um she is arguably the strongest female fighter, and her cat form is what I based my Palicos from on Monster Hunter. Really, I didn't know that. That's kind of cool. Uh, my friend slash former roommate, who introduced me to the show, Sean. Really, another Sean? Jeez, uh, the not porn master. Uh is is also quite fond of shampoo. He's
0: just a porn amateur. <laughs>
1: Ew. So, yeah, so, ew. Yeah, wait. Along. That came out totally wrong. Yeah, so there's a lot of backing <laughs> for shampoo as the best girl from Ranma One Half. Yeah, I'm and I'm totally she, cool good... with having you know like the total indie hipster uh, opinion of no Ukyo's best girl. Yeah, but everybody knows that Ranma, like female Ranma, is the cutest girl. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's just plain. Although you
0: can Although you you have to admit, just watching the. First opening and seeing Akane like chicken or booty to the song, it's like oh you, oh she's cute, she's the waifu of them all. Yep,
1: yeah that the the opening to Rama the first season Rama is really great. I love that opening. Mm. It's very classic. Yeah, uh and they says happy five anime anniversary, five year anime anniversary, five year anime anniversary. Thank you, Sean of Friday Night Fan Fiction Wicked Fan Sean Frost, of Canada and from Canada Bacon <laughs> Canadian Bacon. I think that's everything. I want to say that's everything. So is it time for some shameless plugs? I think so. Yes, it is time for some shameless plugs. All right, guys. So if you want to join us for the uh, in our conversation on maybe you have a really great memory of Wicked Anime, we would like to shamelessly say, hey, what is your favorite part or your favorite memory of Wicked Anime? We'd love to hear that. <laughs> Cause we, we like you guys and, didn't exist and we anymore. like to know we, yeah. Well, and even though you, I, I know you guys are be like, this was my favorite segment when Dylan and glitch are on. We're sorry. We can't <laughs> fix that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cause we agree. We totally agree. We loved it. We love having Dylan and glitch and we really miss Dylan and glitch. But if you guys want to join in on our, on our podcast, tell us what your favorite memory of wicked anime was. Uh, go right ahead. Email us at wicked reviews at gmail.com. It's all one word, WickedAnimeReviews at gmail.com. You can also find us at facebook.com slash WickedAnime where you can post there if you'd like. Uh, maybe when this episode goes up, you can post it right in the comment section of it. Now uh, You can always find us at nerdyshow.com slash WickedAnime uh, where you can find our podcast. If you're not already listening to the podcast on SoundCloud or iTunes where you can also rate and review us on iTunes then we become more popular and we become famous anime podcasts of the world uh and then you can also find our videos on nourishow.com slash wicked anime but you can also find those at youtube where you can subscribe to us subscribe to us there and then you can see our anime boston videos that may be coming out sooner or later within the next year or two uh and whatever videos we have still in production i like how every time we say that the sarcasm slowly starts to go away in the statement (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. You can find us on all of the social medias. You can find us at tumblr You can also tweet us at yo wickedanime, which I there, we get so many tweets from you guys, and I love getting tweets. From you. Just today, Mike, wicked fan, Mike sent us a tweet that was like a Persona Five thing. Yeah, that was just one of the funniest things. Yeah, and. Uh, I've, I've been sharing, I, sh- sometimes I even shared the dumb memes that you guys find on the internet because I laugh so hard when I see them, uh, that with like all of our friends, we're like, look at one of our fans sent us. Uh, I, so I love getting the memes. Um, and then of course you can find us at Twitch at wicked Anna play where I believe, I believe the video of Victoria playing might still be up or is it, or is it gone now? Uh, it, well, no, that's actually on Evan's channel. Oh, that's right. Well, uh, Wicked Anna Plays does have some archive videos, so if you want to go watch some archive games that we played. And then every once in a while, we turn it on and play live. And then we make highlights of them that come out every once in a while. So we'll see. (laughs) Uh, So thank you very much, guys. Uh, Evan, you want to do your thing where they can find you?
0: All right, so for the recent news, reviews, podcast episodes, and videos featuring members of the Boston Bastard Brigade, you can find us at www.b3crew.com. If you have any questions, comments, or if you're in a band and want to be featured on our podcast, No Borders, No Race, you can write to us at thebastardsatbostonbastardbrigade.com. at you can follow me on Twitter at KingBabyDuckESH, on the J-Pop, Anime, and Video Games Amino pages at KingBabyDuckESH, on Tumblr at b3crew.tumblr.com, and on Twitch at twitch.tv omnistryinc That's O-M-N-I-S-T-R-Y-I-N-C. Like us on Facebook.com slash Boston Bash Brigade and on Facebook.com slash and don't forget about all the other sites under the Land of Ash, including the Electric Sisterhood, Phil's Recap and Review, Smash Rook, and Nerd Crave. No Borders, No Race will be back sometime later this May. I just have a lot of catching up to do with post-anime boss and stuff, and a lot of video game reviews. So, I have to put the podcast on hiatus for a little bit so I can catch up on all that. But once I do come back you will definitely be hearing about or rather you'll be hearing that band slot machine that I talked about earlier in the show. Cause cool. they
1: are amazing. Cool. Nice. Nice. I, I really dig that. Whew. Cool. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you, Evan. Yay. And thank you fans for five years. <laughs> yes. Thank you for five years. Congratulations on 100, Congratulations years, 100 years, years, Jackie Chan. Um, <laughs> uh, thank you, guys. Uh, this Wicked Anime is awesome, and you guys are awesome. You guys make Wicked Anime awesome. Uh, so here's to another five years and maybe another, I don't know how many years. Maybe we'll maybe we'll be able to pass the torch off to Wicked Anime to somebody else. Who's like, these are our protégés. You guys do Wicked Anime now because we don't care. Wicked <laughs> Anime Jr. <junior>. Uh... <laughs> uh nope we don't have any yay so we're <laughs> it's just forever. us <laughs> uh, wicked enemy dies with us yay <laughs> uh, so keep us alive um <laughs> science all right guys <laughs> until next time uh now we will sign off the only way we know how bye k-bye k-bye, k-bye. 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 2013, 2014, 2015, Because you've been doing it for
0: four years And the first fourth year was the first annual one It's like first annual, second annual, third annual Fourth annual, fifth annual 2013, 2014,
1: 2015, 2016, 2017 Right So So this isn't It's the fifth time we've done it Okay, yeah, right So shouldn't this be our sixth year as Wicked Animal? No No, It's our fifth year (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Please it's, don't make us do well, math right 13, now. 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. Yeah, and then 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. What? I don't know. Because it, <laughs> it, 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 it tell me how me times we've done it? I know the reason why, but I don't want
0: to explain. Yeah, it's just way too complicated. I just it just
1: it's just really confusing because we started to do the hardcore anime panel a year after Wicked Anime started, but we've do, been doing five years of hardcore anime panel and five years of Wicked Anime. Listen, right? You've
0: been doing five years of it. <laughs> So you started like on the first anniversary of Wicked Anime was the first hardcore anime. Correct.
1: Thanks for listening to the Wicked Anime podcast, presented by Nerdy Show. If you like what you heard, please rate and review on iTunes or like and follow us on SoundCloud. As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling a friend or funding the network via Patreon. Any size contribution gets you exclusive outtakes, episodes, and images from across the network. And there's even more perks available. Just head to patreon.com backslash nerdy To find out how you or your company can underwrite this and other nerdy show programming, visit nerdyshow.com backslash sponsorships. You can subscribe to the Wicked Anime Podcast via iTunes and SoundCloud. Leave a comment, like and share, and follow Nerdy Show and Wicked Anime on all your favorite social networks. For more podcasts, articles, community forums, and other awesomeness, visit nerdyshow.com. If it's geeky, we've got it covered.